Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. All free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. From the Southern Bancorp Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel, it's the Super Talk Eagle Hour signing day 2023. Welcome in on a Wednesday. Luke Johnson in Laurel, Will Tony producing in Hattiesburg. Kelly and Bob both out today, but we got a full show for you today. A little later on, we'll have Zay Carson from Southern Miss Basketball as the Golden Eagles look to build off the road win against Lamar and take on the Ole Miss Rebels, undefeated Ole Miss Rebels down in Biloxi on Saturday. Later in the program, because it's signing day, going to have a special guest, Craig Bowman, the head coach at Hartfield Academy, who coached two of the newest Golden Eagles in uh, in high school this year as Hartfield Academy won a state championship. He'll visit with us, uh, but we're going to break down the signing day recruiting class here in just a moment. First segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Dickie's Barbecue, located in a community near you with Christmas and New Year's coming up. A lot of parties going on, and Dickie's can cater your next event or just go see them. Our hometown team in Hattiesburg, located just outside Turtle Creek Mall. Dickie's Barbecue cooked here, loved Everywhere. All right, 30 new Golden Eagles, 24 of those we believe to be scholarships, six uh, walk-ons, but 30 total, 12 offense, 15 defense, three special teams, uh, 15 from high school, 10 from junior college, and five from the portal. Who better to help us break this down than uh, Patrick Stats McGee out of Hattiesburg and uh, – Patrick, thanks for joining us, man, as uh, you and I are looking through uh, some numbers. And uh, this is a really, really good recruiting class for Will Hall and company. Yeah, it is. I mean, you look at the uh, kind of just the rankings uh, that take into account uh, both the, uh, the transfer portal and just, you know, your typical high school JUCO recruits, and USM leads the Sun Belt uh, in that 247 composite. So, yeah, they're, uh, USM's first, and uh, – you know, a lot of times in Group of Five, all the classes are kind of bunched together because it's mostly you know three stars. But uh, certainly, uh, you know, especially uh, given the this last season to put together a recruiting class like this that's uh, ranked top in the Sun Belt, I think that's a uh, definitely a positive. Uh, you know, obviously a positive thing uh, for this uh, program. So when we look at uh, the big names here. Uh, they were able to keep everybody that that uh, we were we're looking at. Jalen Washington out of Houston High School, John White from MRA. He kind of got the big three out of the private schools with with uh, Reed Jezielowski and uh, and Chris Jones, and then you keep Caleb Moore from Oak Grove. I mean, you win. It looks like the only kid that that uh, didn't commit that was really 
slated to was Elijah Baker out of Hattiesburg, an offensive lineman. But on the high school side, man, you're you're beaming if uh, every, everybody that uh, we wanted to, to stay uh, stayed committed to Golden Eagles, Pat. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, I think yeah, there were some concerns, especially, you know, you talk about a guy like Chris Jones out of Hartfield. I think there was, you know, some concerns that maybe he was going to, the flip, but you keep those guys and you, you only lose one, and then you pick up a, a couple transfers that I think people were kind of, that people really weren't expecting. I mean, you look at Trey Pinckney, a uh, linebacker from Coastal Carolina. He was a guy that I think came as a complete surprise to people when that came across uh, the social media uh, this morning. And I th- then you pick up uh, another guy, Jamarius Lewis, transfer uh, from New Mexico Safety, originally from uh, uh, Pike County, I believe. I think it was North Pike. And he was a guy that they thought they had, and then, you know maybe there was some you know uh, po- a possibility that he was going to flip to another school, but he ended up coming on board. Uh, so yeah, you keep almost everybody uh, out of the high schools that you high school slash JUCOs that you uh, thought you were going to bring in, and then you you know bring in a couple of transfers that you know one or two of those were unexpected. Yeah, you look at the portal guys. Zach Conti, we've already talked about him earlier uh, a couple weeks back from Eastern Michigan, a six six three hundred twenty five pound graduate offensive lineman. Will James, um, I think yesterday or the day before, a defensive back from Grand Bay, Alabama. He transferred from Mississippi State. Ryan Johnson, outside linebacker, more like a, a rush type, 6'3", 255. From Akron, you just mentioned uh, Jamarius Lewis uh, from New Mexico and then Trey Pinckney um, from Coastal Carolina. Uh, junior college-wise, um, get get several commits, but it was a pretty heavy uh, d- defense uh, defensive class, three defensive backs, and when you look at overall, Patrick, I mean, six defensive backs, um, but they're bringing in five of those uh, scholarships and uh, along with five defensive linemen. All five defensive linemen, by the way, are high school players, so it so, uh, looks like 15 total defensive players. And uh, defensive back was, a, was an area that you, you got to, uh, to beef up with all the injuries this past year. Yeah, like you said, it was a mix of, you know, you're bringing in some transfers, like we talked about, several of those guys are going to be able to play immediately, as well as, you know, those JUCO guys. But I think, you know, you kind of look at on the defensive side, I think you look at uh, one freshman that could possibly play early on uh, would be a guy like Damian Miller. He's a, a safety from from Port Gibson. He was a guy uh, like a mid-three-star 85 in the uh, in the composite rankings. But, you know, he was a guy that uh, had some interest uh, at some times from some SEC schools. He was a guy, uh, I think, you know, a big safety that can that could potentially play uh, early on there, you know, safety, you know, a position and need, like, you know, obviously we adding all those uh, DBs, obviously, you know, that was a big emphasis for the staff. Uh, for for me, uh, a guy that really important, um, Will's looking at his high school stadium right now, Caleb Moore, freshman out of O'Grove, guy with a ton of SEC offers. Um, he He's big. T- tell me uh, a sleeper type before we kind of get, you know, the, the crown jewel of this class. Sleeper, you, you mentioned Miller. I think Moore's another one that, that kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Who Who is, uh, and this can be across the board, but but mainly at the high school level, but who, who's your sleeper jewel in this class? Uh, I want to say Larry Edwards, the uh, the tackle from Humphreys County. Uh, he's a guy, kinda, he's kind of, I mean, he won't be able to play, um, you know, early on just because, you know, he's undersized and uh, at this point, and, you know, obviously that's a very physical position, so you don't see freshmen just kind of slide in there except the elite of the elite talents. But I think you see a lot of times in these kind of smaller Mississippi high schools guys that, you know, maybe they weren't on the right nutrition plan or whatever in high school. And then once you get them into an FBS uh, weight program, they can kind of bulk up and they become really good players. And obviously a tackle, 
uh, that's a you know a big you know a really premium position there on the uh, on the offensive line. So I think not a guy that you know we'll look at in one or two years probably that we say oh this was a great uh, signing, but I think down the line. Uh, after like you know maybe two three or four years, and then we can say, "Well, this guy ended up you know undersized guy out of a small uh, Mississippi Delta high school, but he ended up becoming a really good tackle." All right, Crown Jewel, you can make that plural if you wish. Crown Jewels of this recruiting class, guys that Southern Miss fans should really, really, really be excited about. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with John White, uh, and I feel like uh, you know that's kind of the one that everybody's kind of zeroed in on just because he's a quarterback. But you know, kind of just watching his game against Oak Grove, I mean, really. Uh, was impressed by his decision making accuracy. Uh, not going to be, uh, you know, a true dual threat, but I think he's a four seven, maybe four eight, forty times that he can move around a little bit. Uh, and I think you're going to see him, you know, very, uh, or I mean, maybe not very likely, but very possibly, you know, compete for that uh, that uh, quarterback spot heading into 2024. And obviously, you know, you've had the musical chairs of that uh, quarterback position the last, you know, several years and. Um, so I think if he has the potential to really be the crown jewel, if he can come in and be the quarterback, I mean, that would, I mean, be, I mean, that's kind of the thing that's defined Hall's tenure is the inability to find a consistent quarterback. So I think just his ability to maybe come in and be the guy, I think that makes him the, uh, the crown jewel. So maybe an unfair question, but you're a savant, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, John White, the, the best quarterback prospect we've had here in how, how many years? Uh, I think, I mean, you go back, if you're just looking like at the pure star rankings, I think, I mean, like, I think the highest uh, quarterback signees is maybe Jay Johnson, who is from, uh, I believe he was from Tennessee, right? And he ended up transferring out. But, uh, I mean, yeah, in the last several years, I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, you just talk about, like, the stats he's put up. I mean, I can't remember uh, a quarterback that USM has signed in the last, you know, however many years that has put up their production that John White has. I mean, look, he's set every single, you know, passing record uh, there is in, in Mississippi. So I think maybe even though there's been uh, in the past that you've maybe a little bit higher in the in the composite the recruiting rankings, I don't know if any of them are as polished or as put up or as put up the production in high school as I did at Amarant. If uh, our numbers are correct, uh, there still should be about six scholarships available. Um, what what areas or positions do you think they will use those for? I think receiver. I think you got to get some older receivers in there that that can play immediately. Uh, so I think you got to look there in the portal. And I think still a linebacker. I think uh, you got to. I mean, I think well, wide receiver and linebacker. And you know, maybe you you do add another quarterback. Uh, you know, you, you we talk about John White, and then you know, we assume Ethan Crawford's going to be back. But you know, maybe you add another older guy in, the, in that mix. But I really look at uh, wide receiver and linebackers, the two positions that I would think and expect the staff to kind of uh, hone in on these next couple weeks. last question real quick uh as somebody who is honest um and and you you don't ever sugarcoat it you encouraged by this recruiting class yeah i think so like i was saying you know it's kind of uh, a toss-up sometimes with these g5 recruiting classes because they're all uh similar star ratings but i mean when you stack you know several of these top three some belt recruiting classes in a row that, that can't be anything but good uh so i think you have to be encouraged Good stuff. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it. Thank you. Patrick McGee. Uh, follow him on Twitter, WP McGee. Great stuff. We're breaking down the uh, 2024 signing class. 12 offensive Golden Eagles, 15 defense, three special teams. We'll talk about it a little later. 
Uh, we're going to visit with Craig Bowman um, in a couple segments who coached two of the newest Golden Eagles. But we're going to step aside from signing day, concentrate on basketball. Assistant coach Zay Carson joins us after these commercial messages. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. Appreciate Pat McGee for joining us. We'll talk more about the signing class for Golden Eagle football, 30 new Golden Eagles in the fold. And uh, just the, the big story, uh, kept all the kept all the weapons and uh, good stuff. So uh, we'll talk more about uh, those Golden Eagles later in the show. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Campus Bookmark. Still time to get those last-minute Christmas gifts, Golden Eagle swag, campusbookmark.net, or go see uh, our friends on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Coming off a victory on the road at Lamar, Golden Eagles uh, looking to make a trip down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast to take on the Ole Miss Rebels this uh, weekend, this Saturday, and happy to have assistant coach for men's basketball, Zay Carson, joining us. Coach just got out of practice. How'd it go today? Yes, sir. We had a good one, man. Uh, I had a day off yesterday, just getting back from Lamar really late. Um, about 4 a.m. and got, so to come back today with the way we did and respond after a day off, high energy, um, the guys are ready. Um, so it was a good one in preparation ahead of uh, Ole Miss on Saturday. Let's so go back and talk. Good. Yeah, let's go back and talk about uh, about Monday and. Uh, we were all joking, you know, anytime somebody scores over 50 points, uh, Cardona has, has made that an impossible goal, but it is incentives. But you did hold Lamar to less than what they were averaging. And, uh, you know, with backs up against the wall, they got back in the game, but, but you guys were able to close it out. What was it like the last 10 minutes of the second, second half trying to, uh, you know, trying to get that win? Man, first of all, I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Um, Luke. And absence of Kelly took the day off today. I see, <laughs> but with Cardona, first of all, Cardona, oh man, 50, 55 points is our is our average goal. Um, unfortunately, over the past few games, we haven't been able to hold them to that. Juan's going to lose his mind, um, going crazy <laughs> on a guy. Um, but just that last ten minutes, uh, we've been. Tr- I mean, we tried. It's all coming down to ball screen defense. We know Lamar wants to play an up-tempo style ball game. Um, and we had 17 turnovers, a lot of careless ones, as you can see. Um, so a lot of that was just aiding to them being able to score um, because they were able to get out and convert on our turnovers. So um, in that last 10, 10 minutes, just having Cabello um, in and being having an extra threat um, helped us out. Talk more about Cabrello just in a moment. One one stat that stood out to me: Lamar came in averaging thirty eight, thirty nine percent behind the three point line. You guys held him to twenty seven percent, and that's been something that that's hurt you a little bit um, th- through the season so far as the three point defense. But but you looked a whole lot better with that the other night. Yes, we did, um, and that's our, our main goal is to guard the three point line. Um, and our, our defense, a philosophy is take away threes and um, make. The, the opponent score tough two, tough two. If they are going to score two, it has to be a tough two, um, and that's that's just who we are. 
All right, let's uh, let's talk about Andre Curbelo uh, getting uh, the the clearance uh, from the NCAA along with all double transfers through the end of the spring. And I think everybody, coach, um, saw what why you guys have been so excited. Anybody that's watched him per- play in previous years, guys, a different gear. Uh, but it wasn't just uh, you know the three on one where he did the reverse layup. I mean, he he played unselfishly, uh, six assists, six rebounds, thirteen points. Uh, we got to see what you guys have been seeing every day. Yeah. Um, like I was saying right before we got on, just we get to witness it every day at practice. He's a really good player. And what makes him so good is not the fact that he has the ability to score the ball, but he is unselfish. He's an unselfish teammate. He sees, man, Luke, the play behind the play. He's like kind of like a play, always a play ahead. And it's special to watch. Um, and he's, he's finding open guys um, and just delivering the ball. So he, he just he makes us uh, uh, so much better just in that aspect of just sharing the ball um, because of his ability to see the whole entire floor. Uh, you saw on a break with him and how unselfish it was where he could have got the steal and t- took it for himself for two, like you said, but he dumped it off for Kobe for a dunk. And just, uh, just who he is, and that's what uh, raises our level just that, that much more. Um, it's it's pretty obvious. We've been frustrated. Coach Ladner's been frustrated. Everybody's been frustrated. Cardona's been triple frustrated because of the coffee and the Red Bull kicks in with the frustration. <laughs> but I mean, tell us what it was like when Andre, you know, was got cleared, and for him, but for you, and and for for the team, when it's just like, okay, now now, it 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 just had to be so much of a relief. And it was, it was, and it was something that was weighing a lot on just Andre, just a lot, you know, the what if and if not, and as we were going on and 10 games in the set of the season, I mean, just as a player, um, just the uncertainty would have you just, just in a, in a defunct a little bit. So just to get the relief, it was, it was great just for Andre. I'm so happy for him um, just to see that, you know, the final answer, uh, uh, we try to encourage, you know, encourage him to stay positive. It's tough in the moment. But once we got the word, it was a relief to him, and we're so happy for him. And then just for the team, um, just knowing our, our, our complete direction and having our full team, um, despite having Neff out right now um, due to his injury, but it just raised our level, like I was saying, and inserting him um, just another level. Uh, we were solid, um, but we were just missing that one little piece. Um, and just having him, honestly, just, it just helps us. We're visiting with Southern Miss men's basketball assistant coach Zay Carson. And, Coach, let's talk about a few more guys before we uh, turn our attention to Ole Miss. What can we say uh, about Mo Arnold? I mean, dagger the other night to to finish the game off. And that guy is uh, couldn't happen to a better dude, right? No, it couldn't. It couldn't. And one of of my all-time just just a great kid, number one, great guy. He's an everyday guy. And – that, that dagger was a representation of the work that he puts in, that he has put in in the offseason, that he puts in daily. Um, and, you know, Scott Report may say whatever. Oh, he can't. But that was a big-time shot by a big-time player who just sows work every day, and he reaped the benefit in that moment. Let's talk about you, Big. Uh, he's a nine points, nine rebounds, and he seems to get, be getting more confidence in the paint. Yeah, and that's just game by game. Game by game, as we can see, he's been coming along. I mean, coming off that, that surgery with that wrist injury, and we saw him beginning the year, he would lose a few balls and um, just because of that wrist. But as you can see over the past month, 
He's been strengthening. He's still still a long way to go. But is a is just who he is. He's a fin defender. He, he's hardworking and he's, he's a rebounder. And as you can see, he's getting better game by game. And just adding uh, Corbello is going to make him even better. So let's turn our attention. Uh, a fun game two days before Christmas, kind of a, a Christmas gift to the state of Mississippi. Uh, Chris Beard in his first year at Ole Miss has got the Rebels undefeated, and uh, you guys going to Biloxi should be a fun atmosphere. A couple days before Christmas. What do we need to know about the Rebels and and what you guys are going to do in that game? Great, 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 great team. As you can see, they're eleven and zero. Uh, I believe they're just they're ranked twenty five. They just picked up 20, 25th in the nation. So. Again, going into the game, they're a defensive-minded, really solid defensive team. Uh, we're going to have to rebound the basketball. Um, and along with that, we're going to have to take care of the basketball as well. 17 turnovers like we did against Lamar is not going to be good enough. And a lot of those turnovers, um, like I was saying earlier, just careless turnovers, turnovers that we can control. Um, so we need to be tight with the basketball going into it because Ole Miss is a team that has a solid defensive and they will capitalize on those turnovers. So I'm um, just going in. We got to def- uh, rebound the basketball. Um, that's another key stat that we'll have to uh, focus in on. One of the keys to winning the game um, down on the coast is rebounding the basketball. So if we can take care of the ball, Luke, and rebound rebound the ball. I think it'll put us in a good position to win a ball game down there um, going into the holiday. And a couple minutes. A couple minutes left. Yeah, that, that was going to be my next question. Is you know it, it's it's Ole Miss. It's a ranked team. Yeah, but it's one more it, – it's your last opportunity before they really start counting. They all count. We get that. <laughs> but before – so so, it, it's, you know, whenever we play in-state games, there's all this, you know, pride and whatever, bragging rights and all that, all that jazz. But but it is an opportunity for you guys to work a few more things out before the games really start counting. Correct. And um, and that's how we look at it. I mean, look how we start to see the start against Mississippi State, an in-state opponent, and we came out and we battled. Um, probably a few possession game where uh, a couple breakdowns where we could have took that at home, the exhibition charity game. But going into this old Miss, the same mentality. Um, I think we have the guys to do so. Um, we cross the board, um, one through sixteen. We have the ability to compete um, and play and come in and win the game. So we have the personnel. Um, so I think it doesn't matter that they're ranked or you know power five, you per se. But uh, we just need to be who we are. Uh, we are, excuse me, um, and then just getting ready for conference. Um, well, last year uh, we had upset a couple got a couple opponents between Liberty and Vandy, winning the UNLV to close out the break, if you remember, um, and we battled on the road. So, again, it's all about us. Um, and, you know, we opened up on December 30th against Georgia. I think we lost him. I think we lost Coach Carson, but we're getting ready to head to uh, to a commercial, so appreciate his time as uh, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles get ready to take on Ole Miss um, this coming Saturday. Uh, tickets still available for that, so uh, be sure to hit up the Southern Miss ticket office. Southern Miss uh, taking on the ranked, undefeated Ole Miss Rebels, looking for uh, game or win number seven. That'll be Saturday at 1 p.m. Appreciate Coach Carson joining us. Hey, got a special guest coming up, Craig Bowman, the head coach of Hartfield Academy, 6A state champions this year. He also coached two of the newest Golden Eagles. Coach Bowman joins us on the Eagle Hour right after this.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a Wednesday, signing day 2023. Appreciate Zay Carson, Southern Miss basketball assistant coach, joining us. Give us a preview of the Ole Miss game coming up Saturday at 1 p.m. Appreciate him uh, joining us. Just leaving practice earlier this morning. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street, located on 4th Street, home of the 995 lunch every single day. Comes with a soft drink or sweet tea of your choice. Appreciate Slade White and his and his good friends, good friends of the Eagle Hour, 4th Street Bar and Grill. Special guest today on the Eagle Hour joining us now, Craig Bowman is the uh, head coach of the reigning state champion Hartfield Academy Hawks in his fourth year just wrapping up, and he coaches two of the newest Golden Eagles. And, Coach, thanks for joining us on the Eagle Hour today. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. So, uh, first off, congratulations on uh, the state championship. You guys went 14-0, and and I think a lot of people don't realize Hartfield's only been around, what, 11 years, 12 years, and, and you guys uh, going undefeated in that quick of a time. Yeah, I mean, this was the 12th year of school and uh, our our third year competing in the, in the biggest division, and, and so it, it definitely was a milestone that hit hit a little bit quicker than I think uh, any of us were expecting. But I'm super excited about it. So, yeah, thanks. Two uh, two guys that uh, helped you to that undefeated season, uh, both the offensive and the defensive uh, player of the year in in private schools, uh, signed with the Southern Miss Golden Eagles today. And coach, it's always special to to have one kid that gets to play at the next level. But you had two guys sign with a Mississippi school uh, to play Division One football. I know it's exciting for you today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I tell our guys all the time and our families when we're talking about recruiting. You know, I. I we, I just need to know, you know, what, what shirt to buy and who to root for because, you know, we, we support our kids and, and the deci- decisions they make. And, and today was definitely uh, really, really exciting for, um, for our program just to, you know, in this day and age to have high school kids that, that sign college scholarships is, is becoming rare and rare. So super proud of those kids and, and super excited for our program. Let's talk about both of them. Coach, let's first start with Chris Jones, uh, a linebacker um, that, that Southern Miss fans, um, having great linebackers over the years. Chris Jones has been a guy that a lot of people were excited about when he committed and got kind of got worried down the stretch, you know, as, as other schools uh, made attention, uh, put attention on him. But, but talk about Chris Jones, what type of football player he is and, and what he meant for you at Hartfield. Yeah, um, well, I mean, Chris, Chris has been described in our in our uh, athletic department as a as a culture changer and and you know really what what it is 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 Chris is Chris is a is a culture builder and he's a leader as soon as he he steps on the field uh, and uh, man he he just I mean even at the Army All American game you know he got voted uh, team captain. Um, by his team, he's just he's just a leader when he steps on the field. So, so whatever I knew, whatever program he ended up signing with, uh, you know that that's the kind of guy they're getting. You know, and um, I mean, on top of of his integrity and his character um, and his maturity, you're getting a really heavy hitter um, in that inside linebacker position. But he also has the speed to play on the outside, and he can cover. He can you know he can do a he can do a lot. As a as a young as a young player, 
Yeah, I think a lot of people, um, you know, hope to, to possibly see just because linebacker is a, is a need that Southern Miss uh, it needs to fill and getting him, you know, as a future cornerstone. And, and like you said, I think he's a guy that that matches Southern Miss culture. And and I know uh, we're excited uh, with Clay Bignell coming in from Eastern Illinois. Kind of plays that the chaotic pressure defense. It seems to match uh, Chris's attitude and his skill set as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't know much about. Uh, the new defense coordinator, obviously, um, as it kind of came down to the wire, uh, Chris and I spent a good bit of time together talking about options, talking about what's going on, and and that was a that was an important hire for him, and uh, so it was real important for for Will to get that hire in before signing day, and uh, and for Chris to be able to to talk to him and 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 really kind of feel how he fit into his system and so Chris felt good about it and uh you know that we we had signing day today and we moved on Chris Jones the MAIS that is the Mid-South Association of Independent Schools um really an association primarily in Mississippi but us have schools with Tennessee Louisiana and Arkansas the defensive player of the year uh, we're talking to Craig Bowman who was his high school coach uh, the 6A state champions this year with Hartfield Academy let's talk about the other newest Golden Eagle Reed Jezielowski and uh, the offensive player of the year, two thousand yards. Uh, Coach, um, you, you rode him pretty hard this year, and and he he uh, <laughs> he rewarded you for it. Yeah, I mean Reed Reed, uh, we moved him to running back as a junior. Uh, it was a rainy night. We we weren't having much success. We couldn't get the ball to him. So at halftime, I looked at our quarterback. You know, when Reed was a junior. And said, "I'm gonna put him right beside you. Just hand it to him." And uh, he he never went back out to receiver again. And uh, you know, this year, man, he had a dream season. Uh, I mean, he was definitely our bell cow. We have some great receivers and and things like that. But but you know, when you're able to hand it to a guy that's six three, you know, two hundred plus pounds and runs a four five forty, good things are gonna come. And uh, and man, Reed had a had a dream season. Had an unbelievable state championship game, rushing over 200 yards and, and hitting that 2,000 mark. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what Chip Long and Will decide to do with him because he is so versatile. So we're we're anxious to see what they do. Yeah, I know you're excited because the offensive coordinator is his position coach. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and, and again with with Reed and and you know when a program has two big positions to fill like Southern Miss did, I mean we're watching it. You know, like, like I kind of said, I, I care about our kids and, and our staff cares about our kids. And so we're paying attention to the landscape. And, and so that was one thing I told Reed that, that hey, look, here's, here's a positive. The guy calling the plays is going to be in your room. And, uh, and he's going to know you and, and know what your skill set is. And, and uh, I think that's a very uh, a positive thing for Reed. And, and I think he had a couple phone conversations with, with, uh, Coach Long over the weekend and, and leading in today. And, uh, you know, it's hard when you don't know much about a guy and, and things like that. But, but Reed and Chris, I think, did a great job doing their homework and, and spending the time getting to know who they needed to get to know and, and in order to feel comfortable with, with their decision. Coach Bowman, today in his press conference, Will Hall called uh, Reed the most dynamic player in the state of Mississippi. That, that's high praise in a recruiting class, just in a recruiting class with Jalen Washington from Houston and a guy that you're pretty familiar with, John White from MRA. Yeah. Well, I, look, 
and uh, we're we're real impressed with the recruiting class that that Will's put together. But I mean, like I said, man, it, it's going to be interesting to see what those guys do because he is so versatile. You know, to do a lot of things, he he catches the ball extremely well. Uh, you know, he he runs the ball well when he gets in space. You can't catch him. I mean, it, it's just tough. And so, uh, look, man, I, I think that's a great description. Jalen Washington, I've seen him on film. He's a heck of a player. And obviously, I've been watching John White throw passes since he was a tenth grader at MRA. Um, and and so for him to say that about Reed really shows that you know their desire to get him. And and I I think they should want him. A lot of people did, and I think you know I think that they should be really excited about it. I know he's a he's a not anymore because he'll be playing with your guys. But but Southern Miss fans should be really excited about John White, right? Oh man, yes, I'm. So excited that John White is going to be wearing black and gold and not red and blue anymore. <laughs> so it's uh, man, he he is a he is a special guy. He's a great kid, a great competitor. You know, we they're obviously a rival of ours, but but man, you know, you, as a as a football coach and you know a guy, I I love the game and I love great players. And so you know John John somebody we've gotten to know and he's gotten to be really good friends with Chris and Reed and that was kind of part of it too they wanted to go somewhere together and try and do something special coach you're always you know wanting the best for uh, about a minute left here you you got uh sure. you always want the best for your players um but you know it's got to mean something when you got a Mississippi dude that's coaching uh, uh Southern Miss the the relationships that Will Hall has in this state, I know as a, as a high school coach in the state of Mississippi, that does mean something to you that that you got one of your own that's one at the at, at one of the three state schools. Yeah, I mean we're we're excited about it. I actually know uh, I've kind of gotten to know Coach Lindsey um, a lot lot closer than than I know Will. Um, I got I met Will when he was at West Alabama, and I was the offensive coordinator at Bellhaven, and we'd go over there and and learn from them. And so, yeah, it's exciting. And, and Desmond Lindsay's a, uh, a class act and I've, I've enjoyed knowing him. He's recruited here several, several times over the, you know, some of his stops and, and uh, you know, it's, it's good for, and, and that's honestly one thing that was big with, with reading Chris, Mississippi guys want to go to Mississippi schools and play for mm-hmm. Mississippi coaches. And so uh, that was a big deal to him. And there's a lot of pride in it. And, and, and Hartfield Academy is excited for our kids. Well, Coach, thanks for your time. Congratulations on the state championship. Thanks for uh, raising these these uh, ball players, man. We're excited to see them getting black and gold and, and cheer for them in Hattiesburg. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it, guys. Anytime. Thank you so much. It's Craig Bowman, the head coach of the Hartfield Academy Hawks and the high school coach of Chris Jones and Reed Jezulowski. Good stuff. Southern Miss uh, sign, signees today, those two, as well as 28 more. We'll break them down for you in our final segment on this Wednesday. Eagle Hour continues right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Final segment on this Wednesday brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. DBATHattiesburg.com. Still time to get in there 
and uh, maybe get a membership uh, for somebody you uh, you love or instructions uh, and, and lessons for your kids. Of course, the pro shop, it's all there. And off-season for you football coaches, um, they have that 70-yard indoor facility uh, where you can uh, get laser timed 40 yards dashes and even baseball coaches with 60s and it's all there at dmat and d1 luke johnson will tony from the southern bank or studios in hattiesburg and laurel 30 new golden eagles today uh and just want to break these down again if you if you missed uh, the first half of of the show go back and check out the eagle hour on demand at supertalk.fm or in podcast form be up a little later Today, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We uh, we visited with uh, with with Stats McGee in the first segment, talked more about this, and so I'm just going to kind of give you more um, just numbers here and a, a few names to to watch. But go back, we really dove into it deep in that first segment. We also talked to, to Zay Carson, um, the assistant basketball coach for uh, for Southern Miss. Just visited with Craig Bowman head football coach at Hartfield Academy. Uh, names to, to watch. The, the, the big here is, if you're just, here's the highlights. You kept Chris Jones. You kept all three of the MAIS players of the year. John White signed quarterback. Chris Jones, linebacker, uh, signed. Uh, Reed Jezielowski, offensive player of the year in MAIS, signed. Caleb Moore, O'Grove, signed. So here, here's what it looks like. 30 total. 24 of those are, are what we believe to be scholarship. Six are, are walk-ons, 30 total. 12 on offense, 15 on defense, three on special teams. Let me break it down for you. Of the 12 offense, quarterback, one quarterback, John White. Two running backs, Jalen Washington from Houston High School, another guy to be really excited about. Uh, a walk-on, Trent Howell, um, who was at Jones College, watching him play. A lot of speed, originally from uh, George County High School in Loosedale. So two running backs, two wide receivers, including T.K. Keys out of Taylorsville, Mississippi, Keyshawn Buckley out of Garden City Community College, two tight ends. Jesse Olowski is one of those, um, as well as Bedford from uh, Jones College, originally from Bay St. Louis. And then five offensive linemen. Of the offensive linemen, um, you get the portal, uh, Zach Conti from Eastern Michigan. Uh, you get, let's see, two, two offensive linemen from Juco, Hastings Carruth. And Greg Nunnery, both of those guys from the state of Mississippi, Greg Nunnery from Mississippi Gulf Coast, and uh, the other Carruth um, was from Southwest uh, Community College. Both those guys are the offensive linemen, and uh, the rest are are uh, freshmen. Um, also, Pat McGee talked about one of the freshmen to keep your eye on offensive linemen, Larry Edwards. So 12 offensive um, players today, 15 on defense, Five defensive linemen, four linebackers, and six, count them, six defensive backs. All five defensive linemen, um, freshmen, Miles Adams, Zay Lowry from West Point, Caleb Moore, and Jalen Owens, both out of Oak Grove, and uh, and then Aaron Travis, Aaron Travis from Grenada High School. So uh, some teams that uh, were really, really good this year in part uh, – to those players. So five defensive linemen, four linebackers, Chris Jones, the big get out of Hartfield Academy. And uh, you, you heard Coach Bowman talking about just the attitude and the culture um, that that he brings. You did get two um, linebackers out of the portal, and one was a surprise today, Trey Pinckney out of Coastal Carolina. Um, 
coming into Southern Miss uh, from the portal, as well as Ryan Johnson, a 6'3", 255-pound outside linebacker from Akron. He's originally from uh, from Starkville, Mississippi. And then uh, Jamarius Lewis, a defensive back, 5'11", 190, out of New Mexico. The other two portal guys, I mentioned Conti, and then Will James out of Grand Bay, Alabama, coming in from Mississippi State. He's a six foot, 185-pound um, defensive back. So uh, three special teamers, uh, a kicker, Luke Stewart, out of Oak Grove High School, a long snapper, London Taylor, out of Gulf Breeze, Florida, and then a guy that... Uh, as a special teams guy, and you, you guys need to be excited about Bart Edmonston Jr. out of Jones College, originally out of Ocean Springs, tremendous uh, average this year. Um, I, I think it was right around forty-five yards. Let me uh, let me get it here for you. That sounds right. Yeah, forty-four point six. First team All MACCC, really good. Uh, his dad kicked for uh, for the Florida Gators uh, back in their championship day. So a great class. By uh, by Will Hall and company, and uh, really proud of them. I want to give a special shout out uh, to my friend Lee Womack, who's listening today. And uh, Lee, of course, a big Golden Eagle fan up from uh, in Central Mississippi, and uh, doing better. And uh, he's been have been under the weather some, but appreciate Lee you listening today. Know you love Southern Miss. Know you're really excited about listening to these newest Golden Eagles. Thanks for listening to Eagle Hour. Will, before we leave, a couple really important uh, sponsors people need to know about as well. Absolutely, they're good to us. Town and Country Cleaners in Hattiesburg on Hardy Street. Uh, give them a call 601-264-4920. Also, Genesis of Hattiesburg out on Highway 98. They'll have a new showroom coming soon. They it's always are, a, a good day, too, to go by Mobe Beignet. One of these days, I'm going to challenge you on your record. <laughs> ah, the record stands. The record uh, is not going to be attempted again. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up on sign today. 30 new Golden Eagles. Go to southernmiss.com, read more about them. We will see you tomorrow at Ramey's in Purvis. Have a great day. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.